It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct, something that's less Mr. Bean and more Steve McQueen, check out the range of bikes from London-based Cooler King. From dope 250-watt city bikes to Harley Bobber-inspired 750-watt beasts that can tear your face off while leaving your smile intact. Cooler Kings are made in limited numbers, yet highly affordable. Check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. Cooler.bike. E-bikes that are cool AF. This week's Footballistically Arsenal is brought to you by Joe and the team at 31K in Nottingham. Recently voted Nottingham's best drinks venue, you can visit them seven days a week for a drink and great food. Whilst you're there, why not try a pint of Watney's Pale Ale? Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hill. Sitting across from me is sidekick, sidekick for Josh Landy. Got your face on today. Face on, full face on. Next to him is long-time contributor and guest contributor. I don't know why I've just used that word uh, to the podcast. Ari Last, welcome. Hi. How are you doing? Good, thank you. And stalwart, staunch, regular Alan Alger. He of the controversial opinions. Good Welcome. to see you, Boyd. Well, you had a controversial opinion defending the manager for so long. <laughs> Not really. I mean, as I said at the end of um, the last podcast, if we lost, if we didn't beat, I said, I said at the last, end of the last podcast, if yeah. we didn't beat Southampton yeah. fairly convincingly at home in the game that we've just witnessed, yeah. then 
I would be perfectly happy for this, to get rid of him instantly. And so that didn't happen. So I am now perfectly happy for this to get rid okay. of him instantly. I was being fair. That's, I was being fair to the manager. As I say, every week in, week out, I thought it was unfair to judge him on day one. I was giving him time. Everyone said, you know, as soon as he was appointed, every new manager, all the pundits say, give him two or three or four transfer windows, you know, all of this stuff. You, you see how he's doing. We had a 20-match unbeaten run. I know there were signs during that run that we, you know, the floor was but. We just got to the final of the, of the UEFA, whatever it's called, thing. We just missed the top four. Blah, 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 blah. Only sensible to give him more time. Obviously, it's now clear he doesn't, can't have any more time because we have to make sure we don't do what we did do with Arsene Wenger. It was wait year in, year out for three, four, five seasons until we, he ground the club into tedium. And we left it much too late. We missed it on people like Klopp. We should have got rid of him years ago. We didn't, so we're learning that lesson now. So people like me are like, no, let's not hang around. Let's change it, because it is clearly not working. We need to bring in someone new. That's my opinion. There is some good news about the current situation. Is there? Decided. Yeah, because I think it's been about 15 years, maybe a bit less, since Arsenal fans were this united. Because there's no in or out. The Wenger yeah. in, Wenger out yeah. was a big issue. That's true. Now it's, are you Emery out or Emery like out, out? Now. Yeah. It's yeah. like, just when would you like him gone? Yeah. So I feel that's like, a positive. I don't know what Ari thinks, but I feel like... Because the other thing is, you know, Ari was a, was a fairly, I seem to remember, a fairly strong Wenger um, yeah. Yeah. A, a, a critic. But also, Go on. when I was asking yeah. about coming on today, <laughs> yeah. he remembered that his last appearance, which was April, yeah. when he was also suggesting that Emery I remember not that the right well. man. Yeah, I remember. You what I was going to say disagree. was, I have immense amount of respect for the Aries and, and Allens, to be fair, of this world. And, and the LeGroves, you know, he's, he's a kind of been a constant um, complainer about this manager and said from day one. Oh, I haven't complained about No, 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 you haven't. But I have, what I mean is, the people, who, the people who also saw through the Wenger myth, you know, in the last three or four, five seasons of his reign, like you guys and LeGrove and me, you know, I think those people who took against this manager, I respect that opinion more than I do the ones who, like, were clearly going to react to anyone who came after Wenger like you, Josh. That's so just so untrue. <laughs> and you know that's untrue. It's absolutely true. Josh, I think it is true. I mean, look, at the start of last season, so Emery's first season, you used to do the predictions and you used to say, like, that Arsenal would lose, even though... Yeah, it was you would never ever predicted an answer. No, no, we'd have to go back and, and listen through it. I think I'm you, not I think you did true. have a downer from the start. I can I understand why you did, but no. I'm I'm not saying, I, I think this could be subconscious. It's not even a conscious thing. I think for the real Wenger worshippers, it was always painful. I mean, you see it now. They're like going, "Oh, you know, oh, we're all we're all real. Oh, everyone's realizing no, this dad what I didn't like. killed Wenger for this." I'm like, no, "No, that's not what we think." Sensible people who know what they're talking about think we should have got rid of him years ago. Let's not make that mistake again. That's the that's the actual. I totally agree with the point. Was, was I sad that Arsene Wenger left? Yes. Is yeah. it sad to see a man on the touchline who, whether you like him or don't like him, believe that at the core he cares about the club, he's thinking about, you know, not just about this game and this result, he's thinking about the longevity of a club. And, and that's a nice feeling that basically no football fans have anymore because we no longer have managers that are around for four or five years. Even, you know, Pochettino going, which I'm sure we'll come yeah. on to, mm. five years, that's seen as like an exceptional stint. But so that I accept always... that we're moving on. But, the, you know, from Emery... Towards the end of last season, the failure to get in the top four last season was, you know, a substantial blot on, on, on his copy, you have to say. The way we were at the end of last season of was so bad that already the, the, the question marks yeah. were being asked. Ari was more negative. I said, <laughs> yeah. give him this season, see how we go. But this season has been, you know, I, I don't know if I've enjoyed a game of Premier League football yet this season. That's not me being facetious. That's me saying, well, we haven't won a game by more than one goal. 
Watford, who are they still bottom? Watford or nearly yeah. bottom? No, they Watford are. are bottom. They are. Outplayed us. We were hanging on for a point of dear life. Now it doesn't matter who we play. We're fortunate, you know, and if we don't get beat, and mm. we're getting outplayed and outshot by everyone. Mm. But I don't think it was just because it's yeah. whoever comes after Wenger. Well, it's going to be a hard role for whoever that is. Why, That's why not do, how it well, is. Well, why I'm do things need to get? The thing that annoys me is why do things at Arsenal need to get so horrendously bad that there is no other choice but to act? You know, good leadership. Yeah, I think, it's, I think not that what you is, want to see is I think foresight. That's a very good question. They still haven't acted, yeah. by the way. I mean, no. and that's and, and actually, I found myself defending the board a few weeks ago. Like, mm. even though I think it's been clear for a very long time, Emery has to go. I actually, you know, when I I was speaking to people and they were straight on the board immediately, I said, "Well, hang on a minute." You know, actually, we were like that in the summer, mm. and they really sorted it out in the summer. Yep. Uh, they cleared out a lot of dead wood, which I thought was phenomenal. Mm. And I said, well, hang on a minute. They look like they know what they're doing, and yeah. they're serious. Yeah, we're all um, really optimistic. Huge, yeah, hugely yeah. disappointed, actually, <laughs> two, three weeks down the line. Yeah. No, they do seem totally inept, yeah. and I'm they now really... totally at fault. But isn't it, yeah. is, I feel like that attitude that you're talking about, of why does it take so long to be decisive, I feel well, that's baked into... The DNA of Arsenal. But with Wenger, like, there was an emotional, and I, and I think there was is, an emotional attachment. Sure. Uh, yeah, but I think that emotional attachment that, that, that went on so long and left them... And I think it's also to do with the owner, Cronky, because he doesn't give a shit, does he? I mean, that's the bottom line. Whereas I think if the owner gives a shit about this, really cares about the club success. I think he's, you know, look at his teams, his American mm. teams. Mediocrity is fine with him. If he feels he's going to make a profit at the end of the day, he's absolutely fine with it. Whereas I think other teams, you look at, you know, almost all of our rivals, their owners care more than our one does. Our but even, but even but the not thing investing about... any money. Any... So I think that attitude of not caring goes, kind of seeps all the way in to the point where he's not telling the, the people who should act, the people, those people you're talking about, and they're like, oh, well, you know, Wenger was there for 20 years, let's give this guy, we've got to be fair to him, but, you know, like, but being do you fair. Think it, do you think it's the Kronk, I mean, we can all speculate, right, but actually, is it the Kronkers, or is it Sinheli and, and even Edu now? Because the Kronkers, even oh, if you look at it, they clearly yeah. don't care, right? Which yeah. is, they're not unique in that regard, and I don't think we should really hold that against them, honestly. But, but I think from a business perspective, this is, this is horrendous, you know, for the brand. I mean, this is, and I, and, you know, I really was Wenger out for a long mm. time, and, and still hold by that. But I think it's fair to say that this is the worst it's ever been. Even in the darkest Wenger days, we have never been as oh, we I have think, never been as crap I, I think that's as true. we are now. I think, I think it's I, th- I think it's around what Ari was saying just before that is that all of the excuses have been removed from Emery this season because we did have a reasonably good summer, and mm. as you said, everyone started the season positively, and I think that's where now even the reasonable people that were saying that he does deserve time have said. There's no real path out of this because it does not look like he can work with his team. The the shot stats that, that Josh mentions, they're so bad. And and um, it was on, on another podcast I was listening to today, but it was certainly in my thoughts prior to listening to Are that. You listening to another podcast? That, yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you've got to you know got to spread the love. <laughs> but it was one of the things is that this is actually deliberate. The team are being sent out to play in this way. And that's why we're struggling to win these games. And it's why we're stru- struggling to get a foothold in games. And he, he tactically, he just not has got a, he's not got a grasp of the way that the Premier League is. He's, he's too protective against teams that we should be going all out against. And he's just lost that sense. And mm. I, I really do wonder how, and you talk about the structure of the club, how someone didn't 
approach him with some kind of just a little bit of knowledge on the Premier League and just say, you know, this is, you, you don't need to play five at the back against Southampton at home. And, and either that or but, you talk, he talks about all of his analysis yeah. and the way that he got the job and the video interviews and all that. The one little bit of research he should have done is how to play against certain sides in the Premier League. And it's clear he didn't do it. And but that's I, why I have to be fair and say... I agree with most of that. All I'd say is I think, the, the, I think it's easy to forget the lows. I mean, it's a slightly pointless argument, but all I'd say is it's easy to forget the lows of relentlessly being beaten 3-4-5-1. By Boy, certain teams. Yeah, but we, had a, well, we, had really a, we cannot compare going away to Man United, it's a Liverpool, different badness. Chelsea, to no, no, Southampton no, no. coming to Arsenal and taking the piss it's out of us, to point. Burnley, to Watford, to Palace. We're outshot, like we're outplayed by all these teams. Southampton should have won about 4 it's or 5-1 on Saturday. You can't compare going to a team that you're likely to get beat at. Okay, we got beat worse than we should have on many occasions, but you can't compare that. Yeah. And, well, and, no, and let's not eradicate, you It's a different kind of bad. It's a different kind of bad. What I'm saying is, that bad... That bad went on years and years and years, and Wenger never did anything to sort it out. And in fact, he, he constantly brought a series of inept defenders, and we're still living with those defenders right now. When I saw those, you know, those, those central defenders particularly, I was actually still doing inane, pathetic things, still not concentrating. Again, I think that's all from that incredible inanity of our defence for like 10 years. We've been a joke. And so, I agree. Yeah. I, in, 100%. I think the worst thing about now, for me, that, that, that is kind of now crystallised in how we're playing, to, as to your point, Alan, is that I think, I think he keeps reacting now. He's got to the point where he's now reacting to criticism. Mm. You know, like a kind of yeah. immature... But don't you, don't you feel it's for reactive. Don't you feel, feel yeah. sorry for him? I mean, he's, yeah, I do. He's, I do he feel is sorry totally for him. helpless Completely. and hapless. Right, so I think, uh, for example, it, it, talking it's, about the it's three It's hard to watch, back. actually. Right, so talking about the three, at the, fi- the three at the back thing issue. So that was the formation he did last time, didn't he, in the last game, which, mm. which was admittedly away. And, of course, everyone said... Everyone's been going on about him for changing the formation constantly from one way to the other, which is an annoying thing to do, right? And then finally, I think the powers that be and certain people thought there were signs of improvement in, in, with that formation going away. So I felt like his, his picking that formation, I agree with you, ridiculous at home to Southampton, which was possible. I think he was almost reacting to that bit of the criticism that he keeps tinkering with the formation. So but, he, but of course, he shouldn't have played that formation. It was ridiculous. And as soon as he changed it at half-time, we were better in the second half. And he said, interestingly... Yeah. On the post-match interview, he said the first 20 minutes of the second half, where we were instantly much better when Pepe came on and he abandoned the, 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 the three-at-the-back thing, he said that was the only time in the game the team played to the plan. Well, and I was like, well, no, I'm like, well, you set them up in the first half yeah. like you set them up. Well, I was just about to say, it's not really about formations, it's about instructions. Yeah. Because even when you play five at the back... You can play an attacking mm. five at the back because you just say to your, your full-backs, you have the freedom to go forward. We expect them to play one up top. The three can contain that. Get forward as much as you like. You've got a screen in front if it, if it goes sure. wrong. So it's more to do with the instruction, and the instruction is being, is being exposed by those numbers. How is he not conveying yeah. that to the players. And he, ha- and he has a good team, right? I mean, that's yeah. the that's just reason for optimism, by the yeah. way. I actually think we have a really good squad. Yeah. There's it's a lot of things we've And we'll, we should just sort it out and move on. Let's <laughs> this, not get yeah. emotional this about it. This is the question I was going to ask, though. So, under Wenger, there were certain players that everyone had differing opinions on. And quite a lot of the time, if players were being criticised and someone supported them, they always said, well, actually, let's see that player X under a different manager because I'm pretty sure it's the way Wenger's coaching them or managing them that's making them not perform to 
however, or you not know, someone's criticising them. Yeah. And now I've started to hear it now about the players under Emery as well. It's like a third coach coming in. If it happens again under a third coach, is it the players? Because even Hector Bellerin, someone that I think gets totally... And here's my controversial opinion, number Here one. I think he gets totally overrated for the way he is in life. And I, by the way... In life? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, and by the way, I think the way he conducts himself off the football pitch is incredible. It should not cloud your judgment of him as a player. He's been totally overrated by Arsenal fans. You know, Spain have only chosen him three times in his whole career to be their best player yeah. in his position. So... I don't yeah, think he's as good not, as no, people are saying. So, no. But he gets overrated by Arsenal fans. We have these weird opinions about players. Our bar is so low now. Right? That's, that's after, what I mean. After years that's exactly of just what mediocrity. I mean. And the thing about Wenger, like, Wenger isn't the only, you know, and I, again, stress this in his latter years, he's not the only bad manager in the world, right? Like, there are other bad managers. One of them is Unai Emery, right? And um, <laughs> yeah, him being bad doesn't mean Wenger was good. It's not mutually of course, exclusive. Of course, of course. So yeah, the, thing about, is... the thing I was saying about him is, he just needs to be put out of his misery. It's mm. a, it's a cock. I don't expect him to resign. No one really does that anymore. No. He'd be mad to. Yeah. He doesn't. You know, he's totally out of. But his the den. thing that the thing that um, was it. Um, of course, the thing that has to be asked is why aren't they? Why haven't they done it? Why, as yeah. we speak now, like, I was hoping. You know, Monday there were loads of rumours this morning, weren't they? I don't know if you saw it. You know, oh, yeah. it's going to happen today. It didn't, hasn't happened as we speak now. Monday, seven thirty, wherever it is. Um, and I think the reason why, and I, th- I think my, my deep fear is, I think they're going to give him more time. I think they're going to give him probably, you know, maybe until Christmas even. Well, was... And I just feel, I feel like... Well, they actually said much longer than that after well, the Leicester game. Sure, they did. So, no, if, we I, I lo- like... if we would have lost, if Lacazette hadn't scored... Oh, of course. He would have gone. I no, think, I, I, think, well, I think that was I a sliding, even know sliding doors moment. Do you know. think? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Really? I think, I so. think it needs to get. I think the draw is as bad as a defeat in terms it feels, of. The, it feels in, worse. In terms, <laughs> to well, be honest, we should talk but, about that, boy, shouldn't we? Because never have you seen a last minute equaliser. So muted a celebration, not even just by the supporters, but by the players on the pitch. I cannot get into my head what Lacazette's reaction. Oh, I totally understood it. 100%. It, but it's like frustration. Were you, there? Were you at the game? Of course I was at the game. Well, I so it's like I frustration. But it's like... Ugh. No, no, I'll tell you exactly why. It's, it's like total apathy. I know you mentioned that you, you, you um, texted us about his, his reaction you thought was weird. I thought it was completely the right reaction because it, it, he was embarrassed. He'd scored... They still get the ball as two minutes. We're trying to win oh, the no, game. No, I know no, we're all embarrassed. Totally, oh, no, I, think that's it, I, think it, I know what you're saying. I think it was even beyond that. I think it wasn't just like... I'm unhappy with the result and embarrassed at the performance. It was a... It was a I read it into... Um, a reflection on his feeling about the manager. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. you've well, never seen well, anything like this. It tells you how bad it is. But also, also, this is the thing to remember. If he'd have celebrated in quotes properly, yeah. imagine the reaction to that. Everyone would go, like, oh, well, we would come back from from you from can losing celebrate to Southampton. Yeah. Yeah, the ball. Don't not, celebrate that. Yeah, but, but there's not celebrating. And there's not celebrating. I mean, he of looked course, depressed. Yeah, but when he scores. This tells yeah. you what everything that's wrong. The, well, yeah, the players are not backing him anymore. Of course they're not. We all no, agree. We're, the we're all agreed. We're all yeah, agreed. Right? Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no debate about that. I think the, um, but as you say, I do. I, I think it's interesting. I feel like the board, the board feels sorry for him as well. This is my. This is, oh, and I wonder whether they're kind of. So there's two, two issues, aren't there? There's. So, that's what I was going to say. Someone was tweeting today. Maybe it was Tim. Um, Tim Payton, I think, was saying it's going to cost 15 million. He he said to get rid of him. Wow. Um, he added it all up, all the different costs of... Because right. so, he's, he's contracted through until the end of this season with an option on another season, isn't he? But getting rid of him before the end of the season incurs 
I guess a year, a year or two years' salary yeah. or whatever. And then there's his backroom staff. And so all, all in all, it be 15 million. Right. Right. Now, the, the question is, do they think, okay, he's definitely not going to get us in the Champions League, so we have to get rid of him, or he still might get us in the Champions League. Of course, mathematically, right now, you know, there's a whole load of clubs, isn't there, around the same yeah. number of points as us. And in no, theory, with enough time, I think, I think half of them, th- I think there must be an issue where they're thinking, well, I don't he think might so. be able I, to I, get I, I don't think it's we're, possible. Um, we're now. I, I don't think no, it's but I don't, I don't think it's possible that anyone at that club is oh. feeling differently than us. There's, it's, a, it's a financial reason. Because, it must be. you know, the performances are worse than the results. The stats are worse than the performances. <laughs> you know, there's literally yeah. not a single redeeming feature of this guy's tenure. Like, I, I just struggle to believe Edu or Sinheli are sitting there yeah. feeling differently than us. They know but, what's going on. And there's, like you say, it's a financial reason or something. But the thing is, but we're, now, we're now 8 to 1 to finish in the top four. Wow. We're 6 to 1 to win the Europa League. In, oh. All of that added together. Is 8 to 1... Before December's even gone out, the biggest would have been... Yeah, in a, in a long, long while. Ever in, in a long, sort of long while. I mean, I remember sitting here even in sort of January and February saying, oh, we're out to nine to two. I mean, I think Wenger exactly. slipped away. And I mean, we're, dub- we're double that now and it's, it's, and it's, it's looking completely unlikely. That said, and I always say it, and this is, this is one key point that people keep forgetting, the Premier League's very different now. You do have, you know, much better teams up towards the top. The top two places were already secured mm. at the start of the season, according to everyone. Chelsea have performed much better than you would have thought. Which Leicester have been fantastic. That does not excuse him, by the way. But what it means is you don't have room for recovery, and that's why they're eight to one. But, but I think, don't you think? But that's I can obviously that's true. But things change, don't they? I mean, in you know, in in, in two or three months' time, Chelsea might have had a, a bad period. You think you know it's going brilliantly for them right now. But all of that but, is built into that percentage chance. Oh, and of they're course, saying, sure. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, from they should be thinking, shouldn't they? If it's the financial issue, short term and long term, it seems to me so blatantly obvious that if we got a new manager now, like I think Mourinho. I, my, all my issues with Mourinho are moral. You know, I hate him as a, as a human being. And, but I think what he did at Spurs already in that first match, in terms of the formation and the way he set them out, and, you know, all of that, to win that game, fairly, fairly you know, apart from the two late goals from, from West Ham, I, I instantly felt like he's coming with a clear head. Let's, let's, but, let's, but, let's take that one easy, because I tell you what, right, that but, was a gift of a first fixture. I know, I know. I probably can't say much more than that, considering where I work. Yeah, but I know, I know, I know. That was... But, a, Poor performance from West Ham. Of course, it was. They were terrible. But I, I watched the game. They were absolutely terrible. But I still think the way he set Spurs out made absolute sense compared to how Pochettino had been setting them out in recent times. Yeah, and I true. feel like, interestingly, I feel like there's a lot of similarities between weirdly Pochettino in late period of him at Spurs, Emery, um, United right now. Mm-hmm. All the managers, and this you're talking about. There's, there are loads of bad managers in the world. I think it's particularly. What seems to happen, what I feel happens is, when they've been in the job for quite a while, and I know Emery's been in the job less long, but I think this is inbuilt into him, I think this is part of his personality, they almost feel they have to come up with intriguing and interesting and cunning tactical ways of playing each and every game. Otherwise, they almost feel they're not doing their job properly. And I feel like doing the simple thing, you know, how often does it, to fans look at a team selection and the way they're set up and the formation... And, all, and, the, and there are square pegs and roundels, all of these things. And all of those managers, I think, are picking players in the wrong position, having weird formations, setting them up weird, setting them up weird, having and all of them. I think weird decision-making seems to be a disease that mm. comes to a lot of managers. But he's, and it he's, com- he's compounding it now because he's oh. really panicking. I, I don't think yeah, Emery... Yeah, and he's panicking as well. I don't yeah. think Emery is as bad as a manager as he is looking right now. Yeah, I right? agree It's that. just getting... Yeah. 
you know, he could've, it could have not worked out. He could have, you could have got rid. You know, he would have gone and got another job. Everyone would have moved on. No one would have given a toss, right? Yeah. But it's just turned into a complete, like I said, car yeah. crash. And he's looking horrendous right now. I'm up, before I, before I forget about the Bellerin thing, I, I, do, I don't agree with you. I do feel, I mean, I watched him. I, actually, I thought he was one of the bright, the real bright. He had some great moments in that game. He's coming but back. not in he's the position. A, he's not in the things he's meant to be doing as a No, I, I think both. I, I mean, the whole, the whole team defensively is, uh, is a complete mess, isn't it? It's a complete but I, I don't like our defenders getting criticism because I, I reserve, like David Luiz, right? I, I, I disagree with the criticism. He seems to be an easy target. David Luiz, he's being made to look like a complete tit, <laughs> right? He's come from a team like Chelsea with a proper structure. He's being, he's being run at, you know, 15 times a game yeah. by people oh, yeah. quicker than him with no cover. It's very easy for our defenders to look like idiots. But having right said now. that, I, I, look at Socrates and, and him fiddling he's around not, with the ball. I don't rate Socrates. No, 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 I think, I think Socrates that will now be the end of Socrates for, yeah. in terms of yeah. him I being think, ahead of Chambers in the pecking order. I think that I might so. be the moment I hope where so. if we go back but just to about on the four, Chambers comes I hope in. so. But on the defenders, if we get rid of every single Wenger period defender, I think we're in a much better position. But, but, but that, that would include Bellerin. Well, all right. I'm thinking more centrally than I think. Hang on, Socrates came in. Socrates and David Luiz, the two starting centre backs this season, are post finger. Socrates isn't Socrates is. Uh, no, he's post finger. But is Nigel Winterman, no, 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 no. Nigel Winterman was on the radio today. Sure, thing. Sort of, didn't no, he didn't. It was didn't definitely. Oh, okay, after. sorry. But Winterman uh, was on the radio this morning. He said something. He said Arsenal could sign the best defender in the world right now. It wouldn't make a difference to how they're defending, which I. I agree with. Yeah, because right? it's a structure of... Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's yeah. not the personnel. Let's talk about... Well, should we have a quick break? And then we'll talk about this more after the break. This week's Footballistically Arsenal is brought to you by Gaz and the team at the Blue Ball in Walton-on-the-Hill near Epsom. Check out their amazing Sunday lunch. And whilst you're there, enjoy it with a pint of Watney's Pale Ale. Hello and welcome to Seeing Red, a true crime podcast brought to you by me, Mark and my co-host Bethan. Each week we take a deep dive into the dark world of true crime. Cases have ranged from the murder of Christina Abbotts, a high-class escort who was killed by a sadistic client, to the Peru 2 a pair of young women convicted of smuggling drugs in South America. Whilst always respectful to the victims of these crimes, we do like to tell each story in our own unique style, with humour and lots of f***ing swearing. Join us every Wednesday for a new episode of Seeing Red, a true crime podcast, wherever you get yours. And we're back from the break. Um... Just on the point of um, our defenders and um, you know individual mistakes and, how, and and what you're saying about you know it's it, it, the the way we play is intrinsically a shambolic, isn't it? And I and I stood and I sat there watching the game um, on Saturday, and I was th- thinking of our midfield because I think on paper Guendouzi and Torreira is our best midfield, and I feel like they both when they first signed for the club showed great signs of promise. Promise, you know, I'm not saying they were the finished article. And Torreira had a great World Cup, you know. I thought everyone was kind of excited about him as his big signing. He felt like a, a best midfield signing for a long time. Guendouzi, obviously, a young player, but incredibly enthusiastic. I watched them on Saturday, and they, I mean, Guendouzi runs around like a maniac. And on, on sometimes it's brilliant, and I think the fans love it, because he will, he will get, tackle a player back in his own um, penalty area and launch out of the field and kind of save us at various moments. But equally, he's running all over the place like a crazy man. 
And you just don't you just want him want them to st- sit there in the middle of the field, being calm and having some kind of level of control. There's no control anywhere, is there? Like, mm. like uh, you, from the midfield backwards, everyone's flailing around, being like being a, like a nutcase. And I feel think- like that that is extraordinary. That he, the manager cannot get them to to just calm down. And have the confidence well, how, that they're Premier League players who yeah. should know what the fuck how, they're doing. How can it's they? almost like he wanted Granit Xhaka to be a calming influence around this <laughs> starting team at yeah. this season. Well, well I, how, I have seen some people saying, oh, you know, we've been worse since Xhaka. I don't feel that's true. I feel that we're equally as bad. We haven't been any we better. We haven't been any better, how, but we were the same. How, it was the same. He would run around like a maniac as well. Yeah, but like, how can the players be calm when he... And again, he's changing I, have to, I have to own up to this. You know, he used to say Wenger's too passive during matches. Emmy's so far the other way, and I've said this before, but how can they be calm? If you watch anyone near the touchline where he is, mm. if anyone gets the ball within 20 yards of him, he, he's running out barking instructions. I mean, not only putting them off, but what must he be saying that they're not doing that he thinks they should be doing at that point? Yeah. Or that he hasn't thought of already saying to them that they've either forgotten or he's changed. I think that's what just his did. way, isn't it? I don't, I, I mean, that doesn't help. It doesn't I'm not saying help it helps. I'm not sure it hinders. I, I, don't, I just think that that's makes how them panic. That makes them panic. Maybe, maybe. That, maybe. That, that Can we talk some panic. specifics, though? Like that, that goal, their goal with the free kick they took, which where the ball was clearly moving and should be the slow. And the only reason I mentioned that is because it was fucking annoying because we had about two or three kicks after that, didn't we, where, we, we, he stopped us from taking quick free kicks because the ball was rolling. I was like, well, you fucking allowed that one for the goal. That was infuriating. But what was even more infuriating was everyone, the manager and the four, five or six players in that situation completely not, not yeah. paying any attention whatsoever mm-hmm. to what was happening and but the that, fact that they were back happening, free kick. That's happening every single game multiple yeah. times for, for yeah. years, right? And for the, the, years, yeah. No other team... Can I just say one thing? I, I don't feel any other team... I'm looking, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, like, bottom upwards. Like, yeah. even the worst... I mean, maybe... Yeah. I don't know about West Ham, but they have goalkeeper <laughs> issues right now. But... I see, like, mid-table, you know, the Burnleys of this world. And, like, they just have basic... They, pay, they seem to have a basic level of control and concentration, which we haven't had as a team. No, the, shots, the, shots, the shots against The that. shots against I mean, stat, football's full of stats, right? And, you know, they, they get overcooked sometimes and over-talked about. Yeah. But the shots and goal stats is, I think, just the thing you need it's to look weird, at. 105 it? shots against in yeah. the last six games. Yeah. Already. But, I mean, that is just... A damning indictment of everything we're talking about structure of the team discipline you know we, when we won games this season and when we won games during that run last year the same things were happening it, we were just luck, we were getting lucky and people were looking at the stats and were saying mm. hang on there's going to be a correction well I did, say, I did I say on here there'll be a correction uh, but the, the concentration point is a good one and you, you're right to say this this predates Emery it really oh, does yeah. I mean I remember I remember being I think we were 2-2 it might have been a game against Wolves 2-2 in a game against Wolves where we, we, we were, I think we were challenging for the title or, or at least top four, something like that. It was a very important period of a game, maybe in sort of March or something like that. And the ball goes down left-hand side and Emery takes a, um, Emery, Abui takes a foul throw. You just think, what kind oh of concentration felt- level would you yeah. be at to no, not to switch to- on and not... And we just, have- there's so no, many little things, but there's no consequence. There was no consequence under Wenger. Yeah. There's no consequence now. 
and that leads to this malaise, and that's exactly what's happened. And I thought, I, and the no consequence thing is a big thing because I thought the one thing you'd hope a new manager would know would have to, to, to deal with our players is there have to be consequences. There, for I mean, you, terrible are you aware play. of Granit Xhaka's situation? There's consequences. Well, yeah, but that's this, been, that's the that's fans. That's, that's the fans. Him. Yeah. The fans have forced him out, and I have to say, I know it sounds horrible, but I have to say, thank God, because I feel he was a massive weak link all the way through, and I know we're still really terrible without him. But I'm like, I, I don't, I don't particularly yeah. want to see him ever play for us again. So I'm. Pepe's ineffectiveness has seen him come out of the team. There are some consequences. Well, no, I I think the obvious example is Ozil, of course. But again, the manager can't win there because Ozil's being mediocre for a long, long time was then effectively punished, in quotes, by the manager. Got a huge amount of shit for it because obviously Ozil is one of our, if not most skillful player. Now he's back. And again, on Saturday, I mean, I don't want to labour the point, but... He wasn't great. He was fine. He had moments. But, but, you know, he was absolutely fine. But I actually thought, you know, Pepe, when he came on, I don't want to, you know, we can talk about the technical issue. But I thought he did brighten the whole thing for a period. And if he'd have scored the goal, he should have scored instead of passing it to fucking. I don't know. I Ozil, remember two moments. It would have been hitting glorious. the bar and him. Not but that was shooting. within about a, but, um, two minutes. But on the, on the malaise you speak about, right? Yeah. Like the disease that runs the mediocrity. Everybody's yeah. not introduced that. Okay? No, no, that no, was no, there no. before. Yeah, what he's not clearly been able to do is, is fix it, right? Yeah. Which is what we were crying right. out for. Now, so we need someone who... Yeah. And, and, so and who can fix it? This is kind of a strange thing to say, but I've been going a lot more this year, right? And there's just a strange feel. Like, when I go to the Emirates, pre-game, there's just a strange atmosphere. It doesn't feel like an atmosphere and a team when they're warming up and they do all those fucking stupid things on the big screen where they all kind of do their little thing when they get called out. It doesn't feel like a winning... It's like, I don't know, it's like they're, they're actors or they're pop stars who are kind of mm. warming up mm. and winning isn't what it's about. And that is something that's... We're that's a nice been, team, aren't we? Yeah, it's, We're just, not, we it's, haven't all, got too, those, it's all too comfortable yeah. for the players. Yeah. Now, we needed someone, and that is really hard to, to drum out. We got rid of some people, and people like Bellerin, I agree with you, right? I, I still think there's a player in there, but we need a really strong quality why don't we talk about not that. Been that person. right so why don't we talk about that i think we're all agreed on that he has not he is not a he's not a disciplinarian he's not someone who's gonna they said he was they said he tried he tried but he's failed he's failed yeah he doesn't know his man management i think i think i almost give him i give him actually more credit for the other situation than, than, than most i think actually in the end what's happened is is kind of make, makes some kind of sense i know that's that's almost as controversial opinion as all of ours but Actually, he's back in the team now, playing okay. You know, he was really disappointing and terrible in many, many games. And, you know, I think it took a manager to help to try and sort that out. But the bit, we've got to talk about who do we want. So who do we think is out there realistically? So people are talking about Pochettino, yeah, right? We have it's to not be. realistic, is it? It is realistic because... I think it's very realistic. it's very realistic. Well, you think he'd want to come to Arsenal and not buy he, Munich? I think he would love to come to Arsenal. Really? Yeah. The Spurs thing's not going to hold him back. I mean, he's a, he oh, no, strikes no, me as a guy thing. who doesn't give a shit, sure, really. Sure. And they, di- they, di- they screwed him over a bit with Mourinho. Bang and I, 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 football can change, like, really quickly. It's and if he's that... out of a job in Arsenal... Hang on, Emery, the Arsenal fans right now are getting toxic again, but kind of united. That appointment is not going to help. Why? I don't I know. Think I think, so. I think most fans it. would love it. Yeah. I don't know anyone who... I don't know anyone who would be completely opposed to the extent of being... I agree. Um, you know, shouting from the rooftops yeah. about it. I really What's the don't. problem with I it? Really I, you, you get one over on Tottenham. They loved him. They still love him. They're f- it's first no. fans. Most Spurs I'm fans I'm surprised. Are... I've spoken... No, I think you're wrong. No, yeah. I'm Of all the Spurs right. fans I've seen in those polls, I think there were a lot who were very sad about the eventual departure, but were ultimately of the opinion that it was probably the right time. Yeah, and, but they still don't deny Tricker. the fact that he is a yeah, genius still, and no, did a no, great no, job. Yeah, they that, think it was the right time, but they, still they love don't him. think he's a shit manager. Yeah, they don't think he's a shit manager. I can't believe you think most Arsenal fans would be happy with I think so. He's got the perfect CV. But I think got a seven, he got a 75% he got 
yeah. swinging this room straight away. But my away. issue with with Pochettino it's is the real. Is, 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 <laughs> my, my my question about Pochettino wanting to come isn't isn't not is not that he wouldn't come to Arsenal. It's that surely he wants to go to Bayern yeah, Munich potentially or, or, or Man U even. I think he wants a kind of super club. But let's I think go for almost... him and give him a choice. You know, let's get the manager out and, sure. and be able to make a decision. But, but the point is, need, no one... but what Spurs did brilliantly, in a way, I mean, the only thing they've done brilliantly, in, you know, ever, is get rid of him and have, with it. and have Mourinho instantly, the next morning, mm. at 8am or whatever it was, lined yeah. up. I can't see us have, doing that. No, and that's the word. Not making a decision is yeah. so much worse than making a bad one. So, I, I don't think anyone... You know, you can obviously have a good debate about who would be the right manager, but and it was the same with Wenger at the end. It, it was a case, well, actually, before even worrying about you know, whether the next man is the right man. I just want to see the club be decisive and act and try something. If Emery, if they would have sacked Emery at the beginning of the season, no one would have... I, I personally wouldn't have had a go at Sinelli or, or whatever. They tried something. It didn't mm. work. They yeah. moved on. Yeah. But, you know, you get over that. That's yeah. part of And life. no one's ever going to go at them now. But isn't... isn't I, I'm, see, I, I said Freddie in because I'm happy. I'd be perfectly happy with a Freddie temporary situation. So get rid of... Don't, so stop, I think they're worrying about getting someone. I don't think he's a manager. Well, who knows? I, 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 but I do think in the short term, he'd have that basic common sense way of dealing with these players. I think he'd have a certain amount of respect from them. And I think, I think he's just clearly, you know, I think he has the, the charisma. The other thing about um, Emery, he's so a charisma vacuum. I think all of these things help in a manager. Definitely. Well, you, and you've been calling for term, a point to disciplinarian and expert, you know. No, 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 I'm saying ideally, I, I, ideally I want an Allegri or a Pochettino. Or to the end of a season, short yeah, term. Yeah, I'm saying to the short term. If, might get in a Solskjaer situation, not, he does all right. Yeah, but Solskjaer, him. but remember, oh, this is my point, Solskjaer did all right when he was given the job until it was made permanent. And what I'm saying is, don't make Freddie permanent manager, temporary, then make sure you get in they the best all, person about Arteta. available. I 100% would go for Arteta I now. I, well, I really would. He's wouldn't. the right hand, really right. He's the right hand man and probably the great, you know, but arguably how, the greatest manager in the world sure, today. Sure, but when possibly, the right hand you know. man, right hand, what does that mean? No, right but, hand men no, often, I, often I'm not saying rubbish. he's going to be a guaranteed mm. success. No one can say that. I'm saying appointing him, there's clear sound rationale and logic for appointing him because mm. he is, he comes with a, from apparently a great reputation. Mm. The City players love him. He's working under Pep, right? It's not he's working under anyone. He's working under okay. Guardiola, yeah. who's a genius, right? Give, he's worth a try. He might not work well, out, I've, but I'd I, understand the I, decision. I have heard, I, to, one, a friend of mine is a big City fan, that he's not that popular with the players, in fact, and that he's actually a slightly kind of divisive figure. I mean, right. they all love fucking Pep, but I don't think they do all love Arteta. I, I think he's a bit of a kind of, I don't know. I, I may be a, clouded by... I, 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 didn't think he was particularly good for us. Oh, nor when, did I. I mean, I think he was with oh, no, us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, totally boring for us. He represents yeah. to me the boring yes. period. Yeah, a lot you know, was sideways, but, uh, sideways um, passer. Yeah. I, 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 almost, I don't think he's a legend enough to. Inst- I'd rather well, have a VR. I almost feel it's too gotta, obvious, this pet something. link and everything else. Yeah. I just feel it's a bit too obvious, and you. And then everything that could be exposed about him gets exposed, and yeah. it's, it's far too obvious. Well, I think we need, to take, a risk, go we need to take a risk. If you're going to go untested, why not give it to Freddie, who's there in now, knows the players? Because has I, his, what, yeah. What's the difference between... I mean, I'd, I'd, of course, a massive part, we would love to see Lundberg in there, right? But, again, he doesn't have even the pedigree of Arteta, who's been working under Guardioli. He doesn't have it. The point, I, the point is, and this is why I was... But you want someone was, like Pochettino, don't you? Or, yeah, because, uh, I was, or, because Pochettino is a genius who outperforms his resources, yeah. right? right? Arsenal needs someone yes. with the... Uh, you're never going to be guaranteed it, but you need someone who has the capacity to hugely outperform. That's why Emery was a bit of a boring choice, right, which a lot of people are against, because he wasn't that someone. So we need to take a risk, right? It's no point hiring someone who's just going to be able to do what they can do within their means. Otherwise, Arsenal are never going to get back to where Mm. we want to because we don't have the financial resources to do it. Josh, you're against Poch. Who do you want, then? Of the options, 
Allegri would seem the most. But is that realistic as well? Is he going to come to? Was he the one who was interviewed? Was he interviewed for the job? There weren't necessarily. Well, he went. He went favourite, and there were rumours that he was interviewed. But I don't think he was. He's not in a job. You know, yeah. you look at all the other options, on, and then I've also just had the, you know, the betting in front of it. Oh, go on. You know, I don't think Freddie is like a... What's the betting, then? Well, right I'm looking just at Skybet. Okay. Sorry, Al. Um, Cheers, you know, It says Arteta, <laughs> Arteta, Benitez, Pochettino, Allegri, Lumbo, Vieira. Arteta, Benitez, Eddie Howe, Vieira, I'd love to Nuno, Espirito, Santo, like and then it's just silly. Where's Chris, Wal- exactly, where's Chris Wilder not a big... Where's Allegri in that list? Chris Wilder. I'd love it. I would, I would do Chris We've got to stop being snobs about this. We were snobs about the players we were signing. Oh, I agree with the We were snobs Rogers, about, we were snobs the, about the, yeah. the managers. Like, the yeah. point is, try something. Have a sound, sound reason to do it. Chris Wilder <laughs> is doing an unbelievable job. And he's not, he's, not, he's, not, he's not a Sean Dyche. He's actually... The way he's you playing watch, you watched... You watched yeah. I mean, I would love to... I mean, I'm friends with him, so imagine you? that. Are Your you? friend is the Arsenal ask manager. Him, him that would be incredible. I was do you know what I think he Boy. would? He's got great <laughs> yeah. respect for Arsenal, but there's just, no way that... that there's no way happen. they'd make Arsenal that appointment because of the snobbery. No, Arsenal yeah. yeah. It's the snobbery. It is. <laughs> yeah. it is just, the Jamie Vardy yeah. snobbery coming out I understand why you want Pochettino. Right now, I cannot see the club going for Tottenham's discarded. I kind of... I can't see that as a... Something the uh, club on a Josh, commercial Josh, higher level will. I, I, I agree with you. We're talking about what we want, and I think the three of us will, will feel. And I think mo- I think the point is, I think fans would be happy with it. You're right. It's it's the boring. It's the it's the it's the kind of scared people who are running the club and the unambitious people running the club. But the fans now at Arsenal, it. strangely, uh, we have quite a lot of sway. It seems because of these morons running the place. <laughs> They seem to only react. But we've got morons in the fan base so, as well. Yeah, 100%. I mean, they do react. And actually, you're I, right. They do but, react, don't but they? But I'm quite. Yeah. You know, Arsenal fans are getting now a bad rap for being very reactionary and toxic. But I think the point is, we're just, we've had 10 years of just yeah. stagnation and we're just totally yeah. fed up. And we're going to. And we also don't have any faith in the people out actually making decisions. So, what choice do we have but mm. to like, react in this extreme talking way? Talking of fans, I think there's been a reasonably classy reaction to the Sky Sports. Presenter, oh, that was interesting. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Taking mention that. We, haven't got, we haven't got long out of Emery yeah. in the interview. So he said, "Good and, evening." Uh, yeah, and, and, and it t- hasn't been a good evening. T- for you. Yeah, and the reaction to that was like, "Yeah, look, we can have a go at him in the sense that we don't want him to be the manager of our club anymore." But how dare you, you yeah, know, treat absolutely. our manager like that? Which was, I think is one good thing you could say about the collective fan group. And I know, although I, I did see snotty, snotty, snide people saying, "Oh no, oh, fair enough. You should know how to say evening." But I now. hope it doesn't but get personal. No, no, it's especially in the north of Spain, right? You would say B. As you a, would, of course, you would. And in fact, you know what the weird thing was? He actually said evening. Yeah, in that um, yeah, Emery. It's mad, isn't it? But yeah. that was that was snide. I hate that snide. But, uh, it wasn't uh, even just once. It was good evening. No, no, no. Well, it wasn't it was really a good evening. It was like I actually. Uh, talking yes. of the feel sorry for him, I felt sorry for him that interview, and I actually thought that was one of the best post-match interviews. I know this is yeah. this is ridiculous and a bit late. I thought his post-match interview actually made complete sense after that. Game. Yeah, because he did. He said we weren't good enough. He did criticise the players. Yeah. He did say we were only good for twenty minutes in the game. Yeah. Everything. Uh, if, if he was kind of as bullshit free as he's ever been. I've and seen us. I've seen us win games and think that he's talking rubbish. I know. Before, so anyway, yeah, we're running so, out of time. But, and we've got let's to stay classy on that. Let's stay classy. Will you be there for the Frankfurt game on Thursday? I think he night? will. I, I, no, will you? Oh, I will. yeah, I will. Sorry, I will. Will he? Yeah. I, 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 well, I will presumably def- he will. What's be more now? chance? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have two predictions. Well, there's three. We've got to predict the Frankfurt game. Sorry, sorry. Leon the engineer wants us to get rid of us because other people come in. We've got to predict the Frankfurt game, the Norwich game, and. How much longer is it going to be before we get rid of the manager? Three predictions. Alan. Yeah. Frankfurt will lose 2-1. Uh, 
Norwich will lose <laughs> 2-1. And what was the third game? How long will it be before we get rid of the manager? I think he'll when go after that Norwich defeat. Oh, okay. but he'll, we'll, we'll lose the next two games. Okay. I think they'll run the same pattern as previous games. And I think there's too much firepower in those two teams. I think we might, mm. might get a bit caught out by Norwich, unfortunately. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, I think uh, we'll probably beat Frankfurt because the Europa League we seem yeah. to get a bit more uh, yeah. the rub of the green. But yeah, I agree. We'll lose to Norwich, and I think that'll be that. Scores? I need scores. Sorry, uh, we'll tedious. beat. I say I need it because I'm two one. <laughs> yeah, and we'll lose to Norwich two now. Josh, Joshua, Joshua Landy, a score. Uh, I think we'll draw maybe one all against Frankfurt. I think we'll draw at Norwich, and that will still be enough for him to keep his job. Yeah, yeah. I think this is going on till you know probably the end of December. Yeah, I think I agree with you. It's, it's really depressing. I think we'll draw annoying. and then they might get a win against Brian at home. I just think he's going to West Ham away for a little bit longer. Could be oh, that, first, yeah, first. Would that have the goalkeeper yeah. manager's first game? We'll, I bet West Ham have the goalkeeper back. Just saw that. Uh, no? um, he returned to training last week. Oh, yeah. So. I bet he'll be back for us. Keep what do you classic. think, boys? I think um, we'll beat Frankfurt. I think we could beat them, I don't know, even 3-1. I think we'll probably lose to Norwich as well. And I still think he'll carry... No, I think we'll get another draw against Norwich. I think it'll be like one or something uh, tedious like that. Draw, you know, and you'll stay in the job. And I do. And I think you might get one or two victories against like the Brighton game. You think we've got a Brighton at home. I know, home I know. It's matter. impossible to see a win right now. I think he will get a win. I think he will get a win. And he, he does keep saying all we need is a win and then it'll pick up from there. And I think, they actually, I think the people, some people at the club will probably agree with him. And I, it is boring. It is tedious. Thank you very much, um, Alan, Ari, you've been brilliant. Josh, you've been you as ever. No, thank you so much for all of your... Alan looks like he's got one more thing to say. Are you looking at your... No? <laughs> I, I, I was going to say something about Aubameyang, my second controversial oh, God, opinion, but I couldn't go. get it in. You can't end it on a, on a, on a depressing note about Aubameyang. No, I think... Lacazette was good on I think I wasn't, I wasn't on the podcast where you were talking about the messages that he was liking from fans criticising Emery and, and other players. Oh, yeah. I think he should have been okay. uh, suspended from playing oh. in terms of a club action against him because I think that's totally unacceptable. And oh, no. I, was I didn't get a chance to put my okay. opinion over. It doesn't matter how good right. you are, how, how well you're playing, you don't do that. Okay. Well, Let's we made that, that clear. <laughs> I couldn't give a shit, frankly. In fact, I, I'd much rather... I'm, I'm really, much, really I'm much more worried about Aubameyang and Lacazette leaving, you know, not yeah. signing new contracts. He can go if he's doing that anyway, kind of thing. Anyway, we've run out of time, tragically. Uh, we'll be back next week. You know, maybe things will change by then, but probably not. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.